All right, that was a little 8-bit Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. Oh, God, dude. I hate the Eurythmics. But you love the Marilyn Manson one? Sweet Dreams no, I do, like, are made of the... No, I do. Like, I love 80s music, but not the Eurythmics. Really? Not a fan. Not no. a fan. But whatever. Anyway, we're best friend of me. I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Johnny Castano. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I don't have any banter, really, so uh, what you got? Chris, my house is fucking haunted. We, uh, let's see, last last week, uh, a week ago last Tuesday, 12.30 in, you know, midnight, uh, my kid's TV decides to turn on with the volume full blast. And, De- and Desi's yelling at Donovan, turn off the TV. And he's like, I didn't turn it off. So they turned off the TV. At 3.20, our bedroom TV turned on with the volume full blast. And I freaked out and we turned it off. At 3.40 a.m., our downstairs TV turned on with the volume full blast. And that's when I thought, now... I'd like to say that I, I walked down and was like, who the hell's here? And like, but I ran down like a little pussy and turned off the TV <laughs> and then I ran back upstairs. <laughs> and, and, but I, I was kind of thinking like, this is it. This is how I go out. Turning off the third TV in, in the dark with, the, with it going full blast. And I talked to my mom about this because my mom used to own my house. And she told me that there was... Well, let's be honest. She probably still owns your house. Whatever. <laughs> Neither here nor there, Chris. <laughs> All right. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> My family loves me, Chris. You leave me alone. <laughs> she said, and she reminded me of this. I had forgot because it was like 13 when, when I moved in there. Um, the person that owned the house before was this little old tiny Italian lady named Bessie. And uh, she was this little tiny lady and her son, you know, she was getting, she was probably like 80. And she was getting up there, and it's a two-story house. So her, so her son just was like, well, house is kind of too big for my mom. I'm going to move her out front of the house, of the complex. So she lived in that one of the houses, like, in front of the pool. Like, and, uh, but we used to come home, and she would be sitting in front of our house, like, because we had a little table and two chairs. She'd be sitting, like, and, and she, my mom said, like, oh, no, she used to say, like, you stole my house from me. Oh, dude, and, shut up, really? Yeah. And I remember I'd get like a pizza and I'd be coming by your house and she'd be like, you got a pizza for me? <laughs> like, I just thought she was this cool little crazy old white-haired lady, dude. But so now my brother likes to call me and be like, Bessie's in your house. You know what? Actually, in hearing this story, um, I'm here for you, Johnny. And actually, you might not know this about me, but I am an internet ordained minister. So I can come over and perform an exorcism. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah. it's more than weddings. Oh, yeah. No, it's like exorcisms. I think I can do circumcisions. Um, Home appraisals? <laughs> no, don't be dumb. But I'm talking about reality, so I can perform an exorcism and get rid of Betsy for you. Dude, you might have to, dude. She, no problem. No problem. I'm here for you, Johnny. Maybe we'll leave her a pizza. <laughs> That's a mighty spice of meat to ball. You, you, dude, she really did sound like that. I'm not being stereotypical. She's like, so you got a pizza for me? And I was like, no. I talked to my brother. He's like, we probably should have bought her a pizza. We're yeah, no kind of dicks. God. Kind of dicks. Now I just walked by her. I'm like, nope, I'm going to go eat this in your old house. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't realize your home was haunted. Well, it's haunted by like a little old lady. So it's not like a scary thing. And if she comes at me like this. You know, uh, Professor Alex has taught us that new move that we worked on all week. Oh, where yeah, I can, the, the, the wax off. Dude, I'm going to wax drag. off and I'm going to put it in your stomach and I'm going to take your back. You know what? Speaking of which, um, it seems like you've gotten a little aggressive with the drilling lately. Like you're actually trying to take me down, which is completely unnecessary. Drill to win, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> There's no gold medal in drilling, Johnny. <laughs> dude, Dr. Mike is been, have you seen him during warm-ups now? No. Awesome. Dive rolls and running the whole way around. Like, that guy, oh, but dude, Dr. Mike cured my foot, by the way. I thought for like three years it hurt every time. And then he's like, well, he was going to give me uh, an injection in my foot because it hurt so bad. And, uh, 
And he's like, well, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions before the injection. He's like, what kind of shoes do you wear? And I'm like, uh, Vans tennis shoes to work every day. And he's like, okay, well, there's no support in that. And he's like, what kind of, he's all, what, what do you, what do you wear when you get after work? And I'm like, oh, Sanook uh, flip-flops. They're really comfortable. They're made out of like beer cozies. They feel really good on my feet. He's like, yeah, there's zero support in that. So he gave me these like, these ones orthopedic flip-flops oh, orthopedic flip-flops <laughs> and i'm fucking cured so go see dr mike so when i found out he was a doctor i was like so what kind of doctor are you and he's like i'm a podiatrist i'm like great can you check my prostate <laughs> i love like, children <laughs> no i i work with feet i'm like well can you check my prostate <laughs> <laughs> i got a van <laughs> we can go in johnny's rockstar van <laughs> weirder so, things have happened in there oh yeah <laughs> all right so on this episode uh we're going to be doing top five wait what are we doing it's top five top five popular tv shows that should have never been on the air that make chris and i furious yes and then uh we have recommendations and as of this recording right now i can't remember what i'm gonna, oh no i know what i'm gonna recommend never mind it came up on the fly oh well i'll come up and, with something too <laughs> and to my uh chagrin uh we have special guests uh my mom and dad so this episode uh is gonna be chris getting slammed oh plot twist chris's dad has full head of hair <laughs> <laughs> completely white he looks like a fucking polar bear <laughs> i'm still trying to put it all together right now but no you look at your mom's father and so my grandfather was bald as a bowling ball so okay there you go there there you have it yeah all right well let's get this party started ladies and gentlemen introducing out of costa mesa california two of the meanest podcasters in the game both brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we salute you on this day, you savages. Ha! What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the Top 5 List. All right, thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Now, today's top fives is top five TV, popular TV shows that Chris and I think should definitely not be on the air. True. And there are a lot of them. And, you know, and apparently you watched them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm going to start. My number five, the reboot of Knight Rider. Where they had the Knight Rider, the car was, uh, I think it was like a Mustang. What? Yeah, dude, it wasn't working for me. Who was the lead? Fuck, who knows? Was it some lame? Was it still Michael Knight? Was it still Kit, or was it different? No, it was Kit. Quite frankly, actually, I don't, I didn't watch it long enough to realize (laughs) if the character was Michael Knight. I'm going to assume it was. Did it have the cool. Yeah. And it was the same voice. The kit voice, the actor who does it, <sighs> dude, it just wasn't, it just was bad. It made it like, <clears throat> I don't even know if it made it in a whole season before it got canceled, but it was lame. Dude, there was, wasn't there like a Ben Stiller show making fun of Knight Rider? They like did a pilot and Jack Black was the voice of the car. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I, I guess there's that. a pilot out there somewhere like on YouTube where you can find it. Yeah. I don't know that. That would have been good. They should have stuck with that. Uh, all right. What's your number five? My number five is a show that I don't even understand how it made it out of a pitch meeting where we're going to get a celebrity. We're going to put a, put them in a huge costume. I'm talking about the masked singer. Yeah, that's pretty lame. It's fucking retarded. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, tooth. I've been hanging out with tooth. <laughs> no, it's, it's really bad, dude. They like, they modify the voice and ask some questions. Didn't like, the first season T-Pain won it? Well, that would make sense since he modifies his voice anyways. Yeah, like how can you have a singer win a singing competition? Isn't it supposed to be like, I don't know. That seemed weird. Yeah, it's the whole show is horrible and I don't see how, how it's, it's like the number one show right now. 
Yeah. Dude, that's lame. All right. All right. My number four, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Wait, not even like the... Zach, Slater, I mean, Kelly. Dude, whoa, 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 whoa. Horrible. Whoa. <laughs> Screech. I understand when they're working in the summer at that resort or when Screech becomes the principal in the later years. Before he gets like, didn't he get arrested and go to prison for something? Well, <laughs> yeah. He stabbed a guy in a bar because they were oh. making fun of his wife that is a working clown. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know a lot about his life. I did. I'm Dude, Saved by the Bell was horrible. I don't know what you're talking about. I, apparently we watched two different shows. Dude, cause... like the episode where they're drugs and they're like smoking weed <laughs> have, and like. Have you watched, have you watched like people post it. It's on YouTube. Uh, Zach Morris is trash. And they, they like break down how Zach's destroying the school and like just for his own needs. Just, just type in Zach Morris is trash and you'll see what I'm talking about. You know what? I, I just said that that was, it's my number four most hated show. I'm not going to investigate Zach Morris. Trash. It might actually help you. No, in your I don't want to. Like, then they're rebooting it with like freaking Slater and. Uh, well, Zach Morris is now the mayor. Well, uh, I heard Zach Morris, the actor. What's that? He hasn't even been asked yet. To I do know. It. He was <laughs> like, "Whoa, I haven't even been asked." And I'm sure they're probably like, "Well, you're the most successful of the group. We didn't think you'd want to come back. We get everyone in first, and then we'll ask you." Yeah, and he was just like. Yeah, I want to come back. So who do they ask? Like uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, what's that? Oh, Showgirl, Showgirl chick. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Slater, Mario oh. Lopez, and that's it. There were the two of them, and they were going to reboot it. <laughs> and then Zach Morris guys like, whoa, hey, time out! I want to come back. Do you remember when she was on the all pepped up on the pills? Oh, God, dude. <laughs> caffeine pill. No, it wasn't even like real it, speed. It, it was caffeine and pill. And she was like, I'm so excited. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> if I could get that amped up on caffeine, oh, that'd be hey, the best. Th- I got something for you. Right. I got some special caffeine for you. It's called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was terrific. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your number four? My number four. And again, you're. this is to your argument of usually the person that wins is like a former ice skater and it's dancing with the stars, dude. Yeah. That sucks. And the key word is stars. And I, and I see that loosely. It's loosely based. We're talking Sean Spicer's on this year. Freaking Trump's first press secretary. I would say the biggest star they have is uh, Dawson from Dawson's Creek. And I'm not going to know his real name. Uh, James Vanderbeek. That's it. Varsity blues. The Vanderbeek. Oh, the best. The be- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, that show. I don't watch that show. And I think the only reason you would watch it is the skimpy outfits. Right? I mean, the skimpy outfits, right? Well, the girls dress pretty nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number three... This was a travesty. This probably should be my number one, but uh, Chris, don't ni- get angry. Don't get angry. The nineteen eighty, uh, I guess you would call it like a reboot, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Television show, and so this was like you didn't have Richard Hatch on it anymore. Starbuck or Apollo were gone, so it was like, I mean, fifty years later. So all the main characters died except fucking Warren Green, Adama. They bring him back. He's still floating around. He's like the Crypt Keeper because he was like, whoa, hey, I want to be part of it. So they just wrote him in and they finally make it to Earth and it was just, it was horrible. Garbage. Garbage. How many seasons did they have? Dude, it was one. Just one? Yeah. It was just, and it was like, like a mini series. So it wasn't even like a full, it was just horrible. It was horrible. Like how could you not bring back Starbuck uh, and Apollo? Freaking lame. Still haven't gotten over it. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's your number three? My number three is, and I I don't understand. This is The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. I've never watched one episode. Neither have I, but I I know enough to see on on my Channel 5 news when they recap it and stuff. Like, again, how did this get out of the pitch meeting where it's like, yeah, we're going to have like... 
some guy bang like 20 chicks and they're all going to be upset. Whoa, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what happens on the show? I believe so. Isn't that what goes on? They go on these I like, don't know. They go on these like go away visits and the chicks are like, um, can I get a moment of, can I get a, a special moment with you, please? Like, isn't he getting men's flowers at that point when that happens? Is that not how it works? Dude, is that how it works? Well, I mean, I might be down with it. Is it on Cinemax? No, it's not on Cinemax. It's on like ABC? Fox or ABC or something. Oh, okay, then I'm checking out. And then they, yeah. then they like, oh, the runner-up chick, they make her the star of the next show. Damn. The one that, the loser that doesn't get the fucking rose gets her own show. Explain that to me. You know what? And the dumb thing is, it's like, I see things on the news like, I can't believe that the couple broke up. They were yeah. supposed to get married. And it was like, dude, do you really think that they found love? At the end, of, yeah. At the end of the show, he proposes. Dude, freaking stupid. Yeah, and then, and then they just flip-flop it with the, uh, with the girl. Hmm. One man's trash is another man's treasure, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my number two. Freaking cavemen. They took a Geico commercial and oh. made a television show. I'm going to be honest with you right now. Nikki and I loved that show for oh, one God. season. Oh, dude. There was some uh, hilarious. So I'm putting out an open call for a new podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> caveman was awesome, dude. Dude, shut up. It was a commercial. Like, yeah. they were funny 30-second. <laughs> they were mingling <laughs> with regular people. Oh, God. Do you like Encino Man, too? And then there was, like, chicks that were, like, into Caveman on the show. It was hilarious, dude. Dude, did you like Encino Man with Brendan Fraser and Polly Shore when he thawed out Caveman? Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number two? I'm disgusted. <laughs> number two, Ryan Seacrest, Knock Knock Live. You know what? I've never even heard of that. Dude, again, it was like, they used to do this on, like, on news shows in the morning where like they go and surprise somebody with like a makeover and they knock on the door and it's live literally knock knock live but it was that little twerp ryan seacrest doing it i hate you yeah i dude i never heard of it sounds super lame it was horrible i think it got canceled after one season so what happens if they knock on your door and say just this is hypothetical and like you were like your family's gone and you're freaking in the bathroom with your your uh, ipad you're on a bender (laughs) you're looking through the people you're like i must be (laughs) i need to go to rehab because i'm seeing ryan seacrest out my people right now (laughs) uh yeah yeah stupid stupid show all right my number one most hated television show and this is a disclaimer i've only watched one episode and that was enough downton abbey yeah uh i have so don't watch that show that for 10 years now, I've been calling it Downtown Abbey. Because <laughs> I could give a shit about and that show. And it stars Downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> that season, that's more appealing to me than a period uh, piece show. Actually, I would watch Downtown <laughs> Julie Brown. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, I, wa- Jamie and I watched one episode based on everyone like freaking out over it. And it was just like, dude, oh, dude it's like true and balsa wood. I so dry, boring. I didn't watch The Handmaid's Tale because I thought that that was a period piece because that came out right around the same time. Actually, the best part about that is Tooth has been in our nerd chat has been talking about Handmaid's Tale for like a year, like hard campaigning. Like, Chris, you guys got to watch it. You'll love it. Johnny, like three days ago, was like, hey, guys, I just watched a new show. No, no, no I said, hey, I know I'm a little late to the Have party Have you guys watched... Handmaid's Tale and Tooth, I thought, was going to jump through the phone and punch you in the throat. I've been telling you about that. <laughs> and then, Chris, you always love to like point that out. You're always like, guys, I've been telling you this forever. Johnny only scans his name on the group text. Yes, and looks at pictures. So <laughs> I posted a picture of the Handmaid's Tale with Tooth's fave. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It, but it, it looks like, because of the way they're dressed, it looks like it's a period piece show so i know that that show is on hulu so are you still using my hulu account maybe <laughs> no i know i'm just cannot I, cancel that i account. know some friends that you know go on the interweb pass it to me hey you know what i'm gonna before lou left he had this elaborate prank he was gonna send you this like notarized letter up from your cable company i've gotten two dude <laughs> oh he did it 
No. Oh, I, they're for I, real? I've gotten, I had gotten two before I went on the straight and narrow. It's straight and narrow, learning how to uh, have an IP address in uh, Moscow? Well, it's, you know, somebody did point out that you can pay $8 a month and go on an account called IP Vanish that makes your server end up in Chicago. Hey, so, so does that actually protect you from uh, prying eyes of your wife? I don't know. I haven't used it for that. I mean, uh, the person I know that has it hasn't used it for that. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? My number one. And you got to remember, this show came out at the time when there was kick-ass shows like <laughs> Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place. Party of Five. Party, dude. Party, Party five. five. Drunk Bailey the Clown. Party of Five. That episode was yes. money, dude. But I'm, I'm going to go different way. And this, this is funny, too, because when the show first came out, I remember, like, girls in my high school being like, that guy's so hot. It's the Heights, and he had oh. the hit song, How Do You Talk to an Angel? Oh, God. And that was the actor on 90210 that yes. beat. Here's where they fucked up. They decided, Tori Spelling. They decided to make him Tori Spelling's boyfriend on the show, and then this one episode, <laughs> he threw her down the stairs and yeah. beat her up, and then everyone hated him in real life. Like, that episode ruined that guy's life. He became a firefighter because he couldn't even get a job in the town. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. He's a firefighter? Yeah, he's like, like kind of heavily tattooed now, too. That dude. Dude, that was like a hit song for him. Yeah, One Hit Wonder. Damn. So my takeaway here is don't throw Tori Spelling down the stairs. Yeah. Or your life's over. Yeah. Yeah. How about, don't. How about someone else? I'll throw you down the stairs right now. You live in a one. Dude, well, no, you do your takedowns are trash. Takedowns are trash. All right. Well, that was uh, our top five shows that piss us off. Okay, we have some very special guests today. Whose fucking idea was this? <laughs> it wasn't my idea. We have my parents. Not just one parent. Both. It started out as one, and then Johnny's like, I think we need uh, two. <laughs> we need double uh, the shit piled on you. Yeah, well, because sometimes like when it comes to my mom, Chris, she'll protect me and feel bad. But um, my... Not my mom. Yeah, so we want <laughs> oh, double. She brought out a notepad. <laughs> She's holding a notepad. I saw that. that. With all the freaking crap stories. But hey, real quick, before I introduce my parents, I just want to preface this by saying that um, my parents can't be trusted and whatever they say now is a lie. <laughs> so with that, we have Cheryl Long and Jim Long. Mom. Hi. Hello. Uh, so, <laughs> Mom, so you recently told me, um, do you actually listen to the podcast? But there was something we talked about that you made you feel uncomfortable. And what was that? Well, I had to take a break from listening when you uh, spent a lot of time on masturbating. <laughs> so, Mom, I didn't invite you on the podcast to make fun of my hobbies. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. So, at what point did you guys know that I was um, a really special child that was destined for greatness? Oh, where do we start? <laughs> um, Maybe about three. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what what did I do at three that... Uh, oh, my mom's looking at her list. <laughs> I, I'm going to give your mom $5 for her notes after the show, by the way. No, that's bullshit. Uh yeah. So, so what happened at three uh, with Christopher? See, I'm trying to. What is? Well, I can. I mean, the the boy the boy was. Go ahead. I mean, he was allergic to his own spit. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
I had an aversion to swallowing, so I would um, spit on the back of my hands, and they would get chapped. What? Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I Spe- got special child. It, it was. <laughs> he'd also lick his the cuffs on his shirt and his uh, the collar. Um, he was con- constantly <laughs> wiping. It took. He had the dirtiest shirts. You were taking your spit off of your tongue instead of swallowing it, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I you know, like I, a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> he had lizard skin. Oh, <laughs> his hands. Were. I, I'm so loving this right now. Yeah, real funny, Johnny. I can't <laughs> wait till your mom comes on. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? And I remember not liking the idea of swallowing spit, but yeah, I don't know. There goes I mean, your social you know, life. <laughs> But you know what? The thing is, um, that's not the weirdest thing I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's true. So what would you say, when you think of me as a child, what is the first thought that comes in your head, Mom? Hmm. You were very, very mellow. You were a great baby. Nothing bothered you. Uh, wow, times have changed. <laughs> I know. By the time you were three. Um, so. Um, I thought she was going to say your luxurious long hair. You know, I did. Child. So Johnny made a comment. He was like, dude, uh, your dad has a full head of hair. I just can't <laughs> wrap my mind around it. When he was born, he had hair about like this. It was very light. Uh, very blonde was and curly. Oh, oh little baby so Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what? Pick something at random on your little notepad. Some weird story about me. Barf bags. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. How old was I? Like seven, first grade. S- yeah, like seven. Kindergarten or first grade, um, a kid got on the school bus and he had a wart. I know. Seriously, you feel me? Yeah. It was so disturbing to me and I almost threw up and I would gag. So I took a barf bag. I would put like a plastic bag inside of a brown paper bag just in case I barfed. By by looking at the the kid with the wart. Yeah. What's on his face? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was so disturbed. Oh, that sucks. Man, I was kind of a fucked up little kid. Super judgmental. Wouldn't spit. Couldn't handle seeing warts. And wow. I was concerned about fulfilling my draft. How old was I when I was f- scared oh, about fulfilling oh, my draft you, obligation? He, he was a he was a real war- worrier. Um, at I don't know, maybe about age seven, we were we were planning a train trip up to the Pacific Northwest to visit family from so. F- train from utah to washington and i don't know what his intel was but he was uh, he was convinced that the neo-nazis from idaho were going to hijack the train and take it to cuba uh with us with us on board um the uh that was also the time that he somehow became aware that uh president carter had reinstituted the requirement that uh Young men, when they turned 18, had to register for the draft. So Christopher, at age seven, b- put a lot of thought into his military obligation. <laughs> uh, he uh, really did. He uh, and so I mean, one night at the dinner table, he's kind of going through what he th- thinks maybe his options. He knew he didn't want to be in the army because he 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 had heard that bad guys shoot at army guys. Yeah, first to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's out and. Um, he knew that I had been in the Navy, so I think out of some kind of loyalty, he at least considered that until I had to tell him that the the Navy actually went out and water over his head. That was a concern to him. <laughs> that was a hard pass. <laughs> that was a hard pass. Not a strong swimmer, Chris? No. <laughs> so I, he, he thought... I, I suggested the Coast Guard because they didn't go out and water over his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what he settled on... Now, this is after rejecting the Army. He, he settled that maybe the safest alternative was to be a Marine. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Man, you guys didn't nip that in the yeah. bud? <laughs> That's like a combination of all of the bad stuff, Chris. I know. 
Jesus. You know, and why didn't you guys tell me I could have used, like, the bone spurs excuse? Well, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. No. I mean, deferment? That never entered your guys' mind? Conscious objector. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad took the old uh, National Guard route for Vietnam. Well, I think that's kind of like what the Coast Guard. I mean, I kind of throw that in. Well, you know, I don't know. National Guard, they get called in. Well, they did tours. He, he thought he was taking the easy route out and then got called into the Watts riots. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. really? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what was worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think as you're hearing these stories, you can, Johnny, you can appreciate I'm, why I became a drug addict. I'm seeing the, the mold in it. Now, was Chris, because uh, was he... Was he recognized in high school for his writing? Because he later on became a writer. He was recognized in high school for being a smartass and a troublemaker. <laughs> uh, the, when, uh, no. Wow, Dad. Hey, Dad. I mean, seriously, feel free to speak your mind. Don't hold back, Dad. <laughs> Christopher went to um, Skyview High School in Cache Valley, uh, the same high school that his bro- older brother attended, and that... Cheryl was a teacher there, and uh, one day his, Mr. Churchill was English or history? No, Ross Kelly. Ross Kelly. Yeah. Mr. Ross Kelly told Cheryl that uh, Christopher was being disruptive in his class. Allegedly. 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 So I made an appointment with Mr. Ross Kelly to uh, come after school and sit down, the three of us, in his classroom. And I I said it was just unacceptable. It was unacceptable behavior and that I was prepared. I had flexibility, you know, in my schedule at work. And I I could be there every day and sit in the back of the class. Oh, dude. And apparently that kind of... Took care of the scared <laughs> straight. I was bluffing. Chris, what were you doing, by the way? Were you drawing penises in class and showing them to your class, or what was going on? You know what? I mean, were you making you know, fart noises I mean, when think, the teacher would turn around at the chalkboard? I think basically it's what you and I do uh, at Dawn Patrol. And how we disrupt Dawn Patrol? Yeah. I mean, just making jokes, cracking jokes, being disruptive. I mean, some things don't change. Okay. But okay. my dad threatening to come to school with me. Dude. Oh, dude, that was like a precursor to waterboarding. I mean, <laughs> yeah, God, I that would have been. I got threatened with that at junior high, my dad going to all my classes. So basically you're saying you're worse than me because that was um, put on you in junior high while I was in high school. Either that or they just paid more attention to me, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, so, so did your, Johnny, did your dad actually go to school? No, I like, got scared straight, a, too. A threatened, yeah. I wasn't going to school. They were dropping me off at school, and I was walking home. Oh, shit, really? Grade. Yeah. Hey, you know what I did in high school? I don't know if my mom knows this. So I had office aid yeah. in my, like, junior and senior year. So I would delete, erase my absences. You and Ferris Bueller. I totally did. But then not only would I do that, I would ask someone, hey, dude, drive me down to 7-Eleven, get something to eat. And they're like, no, I got to go to class. I'll delete your absence. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. you were a master sluffer. Yes, I was. <laughs> wow. And I actually, I did, for Mr. Churchill, I entered grades um, into the system for him. And so, like, cute girls, I would, like, up their grades. I'm like, hey, I got you. Oh, you got Christopher. An a. You, you got an A-minus. <laughs> it didn't pay dividends for me, but right. you know, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, I'm kind of listening to these stories, and I'm realizing that um, uh, maybe the idea that I was a really good kid. <laughs> so, so were you guys supportive of Chris's writing, or did you did you think he was wasting his time at the beginning with? Uh, well, hold on, let me tell it real quick. So I call my parents my idiot checkers because they read everything I write first because they catch mistakes. Well, mom, yeah, my mom, pretty much. She catches mistakes that would make me look like an idiot. Uh, So, no, they've always been supportive. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, writing kind of... uh, um, I didn't really, really start taking writing seriously until... I got sober. So okay. like 29, 30. Now, 
were you were you doing the alcohol and drugs in Utah, or did you wait to go to California to really uh, go no, crazy? No, no. I, I, so can, I can comment on that. All right, go ahead, Dan. Christopher, when he was in probably a 15, maybe, um, he was uh, picked up by the chief of the little town police department that we had it was a big misunderstanding what happened <laughs> christopher christopher was convinced that that the that the crime was a minor possession of alcohol i mean there wasn't much left at that point there wasn't much <laughs> left <laughs> uh so you got where were you where you get caught drinking somewhere chris yeah up I in like the gravel pits you're back at the pits again? Digging? Yeah. Digging? Is that Diggin. what you call it? Digging. Digging. You don't do the G. It's just I N. Digging. Uh, yeah. Um, Out by Spanish Fark. See, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny um, had his time in Utah down in Provo. I've heard about, th- I've Provo. Heard about it on the show. Yeah. yeah so. the, uh, the Go Tigers Maria, Forum High School. Donnie and Marie Osmond School for Troubled Teens. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. No. And actually... So I graduated early my senior year because I didn't take seminary. Okay. So essentially I was working part-time at Walden Books <laughs> and I was really, I was, I was getting some drinking on. So you worked at a, a bookstore. Yes. And I worked at a record store. What a, what a shocker there on our choices for uh, early jobs. Apparently that stuff just <laughs> sticks with you. Yeah. Uh, and I remember my dad, who was actually being cooler and I probably would have been like, Hey, um, Chris, uh, alcoholism runs in the family. You need to be careful. And at the time, it was like, what? <laughs> Dude, being an alcoholic doesn't happen until you're old, like 30. <laughs> like, I'm totally, I'm totally cool. I'm 17 years old. What are you talking about? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But then, so, you know, obviously that didn't stick with me. Uh, but my parents, I turned... 18 so i graduated from high school it was that summer so i turned 18 i swear to god the next day my parents pulled up stakes and moved to scotland <laughs> leaving my brother who was 21 and myself at 18 in the home for a year and they had everything planned out like they you guys really went to scotland yeah yeah got for to a live year for a year chasing nessie <laughs> we were there a time or two didn't ever see her Wow. The Loch Ness Monster. That's yeah, what they call yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I know, John. <laughs> oh, you're out there being Braveheart? Yeah. Freedom! Now, see, that's All your friend. references to my parents right now are movies, huh? Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my parents left us at home. That was um, a really, that was a, a big mistake on their part. I mean, it was like. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. Big, big how Big much mistake. stuff did they break while you were gone? Oh, man. It was immediate. I dropped them off at the airport, came back, and we were already smoking in the house. I'm oh. like, we got a year to clean it up. We're cool. Uh, but, you know, my dad, so they came back. They went over there, but they came back. It was like January, right? You had like a conference or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were under the gun. So we, my brother and I divided up the chores in the house to clean the house mm-hmm. and pick up. And the whole day, so it was, I was going to drive down to Salt Lake and pick him up and come back. So I did all my work, getting ready. I'm like, Brandon, you essentially have four hours to do your work because I'm going to two hours down, two hours back. He was watching a freaking like marathon of Shogun <laughs> and he wasn't doing shit. So I'll let you finish the story on what happened when he got home. Well... This was a transatlantic flight. We we got there. Christopher was there on time. He picked us up. Responsible son. Responsible son. All I right. wouldn't I wouldn't right. put that on too thick. <laughs> Responsible. So Cheryl and I get in the back seat and, uh, and fall asleep. I mean, we sleep all the way up to to Cache Valley. So it's maybe one o'clock in the morning. Christopher pulls into the driveway. Every single light in the house is on. Oh, dude, that's every every light. It's a sin to do to a parent. We walk into the house. There are people that we don't even know. Steam cleaning carpets. <laughs> dude, uh, my brother and and we walk. I mean, we just walked into the bedroom and collapsed into bed. <laughs> 
So, but you know the thing is, for years, Chris, I bet you messed with the thermostat too, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) For years, my dad has been telling this story, and he lumps both of us kids into this, and I'm like, that's bullshit. That was my brother. I I did. I got my. I did my part. (laughs) I did my part. And I get lumped into that crap. You're only as strong as the weakest link, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, over the years, um, I've made fun of my dad for various things like um, the thermostat, you know, or, you know, loud noise, yeah. like music and <laughs> shit like that. All this crap. They're like, oh, man. Oh, the other one. Anytime I was in the car with my dad, we'd turn on the radio and he was listening to NPR and I was like, oh, dude, news. Why don't you listen to music? You've just described yourself right now. I know. I've totally <laughs> turned into my fucking dad, minus the hair. <laughs> minus the hair. Yeah. But then, so growing up, too, um, I had this conversation with my son recently that if I ever wanted anything that involved money, I'd go to my mom. And then, But if I wanted, like, life advice, you go to your dad. I'd go to my dad. <laughs> until, until my dad said graduation from high school i'm like hey uh you got any words of wisdom you should give me um anything important that i can take with me on this road of life and what did you say dad never stick your dick in a wearing blender yeah (laughs) i mean it is good advice (laughs) (laughs) i mean be that as it may what the fuck does that mean i was looking for some like nugget and i get freaking something about well you know yeah (laughs) but I mean, later in life, I mean, it's nothing. It, it Basically, I probably should have been told that because I don't know if I wouldn't have done that. You know, I've yeah. made some really poor life decisions. You know, it's funny, too, is when you when you have a child, then you come back to your parents with like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then to have your parents on up to like, we didn't know what we were doing when we were raising you. It's kind of. No, I don't get that. My parents <laughs> just laugh at me. <laughs> so with Jackson, when I realize. I'm like, oh God, I did that to my parents. And I've called them up before and, and said, said, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my dad just cackles. <laughs> just cackles at me. Yeah, it's bullshit. But so he was talking about the Mr. Ross Kelly in school. My son now is that age I was when shit kind of started coming off the rails for me, I think. What what was the most let's see. What's 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 the most trouble Chris ever got in as a child? What did he do to get in trouble the most? Well, having the poor uh, police chief arrest him. He, I think it really bothered the guy to have to pick you up. But uh, Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. That's when he He kind of liked the family, so. That's when he was um when my mom came in and he came back in and he had an eraser and he was erasing what he wrote down and he's like I was so drunk when he asked my last name. I said Slong. (laughs) Chris Long. Chris Long. And he's like, oh, Long. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, well, the one that I think probably bugged some people in the family the most, Christopher, we begged. Christopher was just totally begged and begged and begged. Please don't take my undershirts or socks. Uh, well, but so the thing is, um, not mine. They, my <laughs> my brother and my dad should have done a better job of hiding them. I mean, if they really didn't want me to find, it. and one time my brother, <laughs> wait, so you'd wear other people's undershirts and socks? He'd steal them. Yeah, because I I didn't have any clean ones. Ah, and I had to go to school. I get so, it. So, uh, my brother once got so tired of me stealing his clothes, he wrapped a bike lock around the handles of his thing. <laughs> his closet. But, yeah. But what an idiot, dude. I could just unscrew the handle and it just fell off. So so you would rather take the time to unscrew the handle than just wash your clothes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm hearing these stories and I think my... Um, uh, dude, I can't wait for Lou and Jeremy to make you half Christopher, half lizard when they hear this interview. Oh, yeah, spitting. I, I know there was a period of time where I didn't want to take a dump either. I would force... Yeah, I don't know. I remember that. That was hard. Yeah, I just... I, I don't know. We but ju- years later, I actually read that kids will do it. They feel it's like a part of them, that they're losing something when they go to the bathroom. So I guess it wasn't unique to me, but... 
Yeah, like, that, like how the little kids in Africa, they don't like their picture taken because they think it's going to steal their soul. I think maybe when I was taking a dump, it, <laughs> it would was steal stealing my soul. Some of your soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually I mean, took him to a doctor about that. Oh. So. R- really? Yeah. <laughs> it, up at the Exceptional Child Center. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that to be funny, oh, but. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Chris uh, is at the Exceptional Child Center. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait until your mom and dad. Oh, come on. they're not—they're not doing it. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> no, we'll go to—we'll go down to second. Oh, dude, this is going to be the best. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, well, do you guys have any? Uh, this would be the time to say something really positive about me. Hey, we, I got some. Do you? Do you actually tell your friends back home that Christopher has a, a lovely podcast? Do you recommend his podcast to your friends? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yes. You're kidding me? You talk too much about masturbation. <laughs> what's what's Chris up to these days? Nothing. <laughs> Don't know. But trying to think. Oh, I did want to mention that um, Christopher, when he was about four, about probably at Jackson's age now, he announced many times that we were through raising him oh, we did yeah. all we could possibly do teach he, him all we could you know what in hindsight that was probably <laughs> kind of true i think i just stopped listening at 14 <laughs> which is really unfortunate you're done raising <laughs> i'm done now take me down to the mall <laughs> i need some money i need some money oh. please mm-hmm. yeah well you know what <sighs> oh After I, I know something positive oh okay go ahead oh, i can't wait okay well he, uh, Christopher is one person that if you, when we were in Scotland, uh, we'd be walking along, they'd come over and visit and it never failed. We'd be walking through a plaza of some sort. There would be beggars. Are you fucking <laughs> shitting me, Johnny? That is my son's diabetes alarm, Chris. <laughs> now do you feel bad? Do you feel bad? No, cause I'm a sociopath. Okay. I don't feel bad. Go <laughs> ahead, mom. Finish up. But it, if. If there were uh, beggars that were coming to hit us up for something, they always went straight for Christopher. Pull up their pant legs and show burnt legs and all this sad stuff, and he'd always give them money. I think, I think so they re- recognized a kindred spirit, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, now I just say, no, get a job. <laughs> I worked hard for this money. <laughs> Well, I, I've, I mean, I've, I'm incredibly proud of Christopher. I think uh, his sobriety is is amazing. I'm really grateful for that. And in spite of a kind of fits and starts in his youth, he's, I think he's turned out pretty well. You know, we had a conversation with my dad about two weeks ago, and he was telling a story. He met someone that. <clears throat> was i don't know maybe a couple years sobriety or something mm-hmm. and he was like yeah and i told him uh you know you had been sober for 15 years and blah 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 blah." and i'm just like yo motherfucker i've been sober for 17 yeah. don't short <laughs> you don't shortchange me freaking 17 now you didn't you didn't have a relapse either right well there was the one time that i went i pretended to be sober for a year and my parents actually flew out for my supposed year sober birthday celebrating uh, yeah but no when i really went in i have not had a relapse but me neither high five nobody would put money on us that we would be the ones to stay sober you know what but i think once they get to know us that we would just do it out of spite yeah i just i just stayed stayed sober because i assumed everyone didn't think i would so i just showed them <laughs> i could do this i, I mean, could do this angry <laughs> dude, i mean we don't really give up i mean this is our 30th episode of our podcast Thirty, thirty. Dude, anyone else probably would have stopped by now. <laughs> Any sane person would have yeah. stopped by now. Yeah, I mean, because we really just amuse ourselves. <laughs> and apparently, my mom tells me when my dad listens to the podcast, he just shakes his head. <laughs> he can't take much of it. He leaves. The no, I, yeah. Well, well we, we appreciate the download. <laughs> uh, Johnny's going to want that list of crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Speaking of lists, Chris, uh, we will be doing the... Uh, Shit your wife said. Oh, yeah. We didn't do shit your wife said this episode. We'll fix it in. We'll we'll put it in. I'm kind of thin-skinned, so after my parents, you know, I think I need to decompress. 
need to get a, a, a warm milk and a blankie. Yeah, I need someone to lie to me and say <laughs> that I'm great. Well, Mom and Dad, thank you very much for oh, doing welcome. this. Thanks for flying out it, and coming on our show. No, they <laughs> no, they drove out. Thanks my, for driving out and coming on our show. <laughs> and and our we, dad, we really came out to see our grandson. So this. Thanks for coming out and driving out. <laughs> and they drove the whole way doing 45. Yeah. <laughs> In Not the me. fast lane. <laughs> Dude, seriously, my dad, holy shit. Like, he goes to a red light. I mean, probably like a semi back. Are you? Are we talking to the original Slow Lang Long? Yes, he <laughs> oh, is Slow yeah. Lang Long. I'm just Slow Lang Long Junior. But that was just a facade, so people didn't know I was driving like a bat out of hell to go score drugs. Yeah, my dad. It's a lifestyle for my dad. How do you know your dad's not doing the same thing? <laughs> <sighs> Shut up, John. <laughs> All right, mom and dad, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you very much. Sorry for being um, a a trying child. Thanks for letting Chris play with me. (laughs) Ooh, that sounds super creepy. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for having me. Okay, now it's time for that part of the show where we do the segment, Shit Your Wife Told Me. Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of feeling a little, uh, this episode is just like, hey, let's give Chris shit. Well, we had your mom and dad on. Yeah. Your your uh, wife is actually in the room taking care of social media right now for us. Yeah, so when you tell me whatever she said, I'm going to be flipping her the bird. Okay, well, let me go first, Chris. All right, hit me. This came from Jamie, Chris's wife. Being my wife. (laughs) My wife (laughs) says, Christopher won't get a massage because he's afraid he will get a boner. Oh, yeah, that's totally (laughs) true. That's totally true. No, that seriously. I understand that, but like you could also just get a massage from a woman then if that's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Uh... Yeah, dude. Like, if they have you, like, roll over, and I'm like, dude, why don't I have a freaking big boner? I'll be like, no, I'm good. Chris, dude. I'm good. It's part of life, dude. The, the human body is a beautiful thing. You shouldn't have to worry about that kind of thing. Well, you, you, know, you haven't had, like, a really good massage? No. No. Because you're too tense. Because your butt cheeks are you clenched know the whole no, time. They, they, this is the thing. And so this is why my wife does not understand why I do jujitsu. I don't like to be touched. I don't like to be touched. And the only people that can get away with touching me are my wife, my son, and uh, I guess now Romy and Piper, <laughs> you know. But other than that, like, it's, I just, I don't know. I don't really like it. But jujitsu, I guess when you're trying to kill each other, that's okay. Yeah, you're fighting for your life, dude. It's fight or flight time. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. No, that's true. 100% true. All right, so this is what your wife told me. I'm bringing it on. <laughs> You wax your back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hairy che- dude. Chewbacca back. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Portuguese monkey, dude. <laughs> dude. Chris, I got to be honest. We're all descended from apes. So <laughs> some of us are just a little you know bit what? lower on the chain. You know what? So this one time before they uh, uh, instituted, you had to wear a rash guard at AOJ. Dude, your fucking pelt. This one time. <laughs> Seriously, this one time we were rolling and your fucking gi was open and I saw a hair 
dislodge and it was coming for my it landed on my lip and it was Uh like in slow-mo and i couldn't stop it it was like (gasps) no it was like the ben stiller movie where they're playing basketball and the yes the 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 chest goes across the face thank god for the rash you know what and and i think my wife for saying that so she's the one that waxes my back but can i just tell you that before i dated nikki i would just i would shave my arms i would shave my chest i don't like hair on my body i shaved my face every day all this is because of nikki she won't talk to me if i shave well actually your beard though you came into dawn patrol with you shaved your beard and it was like no make it go away (laughs) yeah people trip out now when i shave my beard oh dude it was they're like i I can't even look at you you look weird without a beard i didn't like it but um hey so the next time you wax your back, can I be there and film it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll <sighs> yell out Kelly Clarkson and all the... <laughs> the it, it hurts like a motherfucker, dude. Oh, dude. But I instantly, I always say the same thing after she waxes it. I'm like, all right, let's go to the water park. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to water slide really fast now. I'm built for speed. Hey, you know what? I'm all for man grooming because let me just tell you. Uh, it's called manscaping, Chris. Whatever, dude. You call it whatever you want it. I just want to say that my carpet matches the drapes. You know what I'm saying, dude? You know what I'm saying? Jamie doesn't call me bald eagle for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're both endangered, so. (laughs) So, all right. Well, that was the segment we like to call Shit Your Wife Told Me. Yeah, thanks a lot, lady. Okay, now it comes that time in the show where Chris and Johnny do some review, or not reviews, recommendations. So my recommendation is do not allow your parents to come on your podcast. (laughs) What are you talking about? That was perfect. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, okay, my real recommendation is there is a series, and I think it's just one season, so I think they're 10 episodes. I'm hoping they're going to make more. I'm kind of thinking not because I think they actually were released in 2018, but it's called, the series is called Slobby Robbie. And it's this guy who has this, I mean, I guess you call it like a secondhand store. I have seen this. In Tucson. And he's big in the eighties. He's big in the yeah, retro. Oh yeah. But his like, he has an encyclopedic knowledge of all, things 80s and 90s and they also do special uh one-offs like they'll they'll revamp uh tennis uh basketball shoes yeah they'll do uh uh, custom shoes put like gucci all over your nikes yeah (laughs) they but he's really charismatic and he has this really good screen presence um and i mean they kind of play it off a little bit almost like a you know garage or storage wars or whatever where it's like hey how much profit am i gonna make from oh this? dude he kills it like yeah. he gets like a shirt for 15 oh i'll sell it for like man we just watched an episode last night where they're going to goodwills and they find this old rare like michael jackson jacket and they bought it for like 15 bucks and he's like oh dude we'll be able to sell this for 1300 now are you sure it i know his name is slobby robbie but mm-hmm. is it called something else no it's called slobby robbie okay motherfucker you're challenging me, dude? dude. All right, I got like my phone. I'm pulling it up right now, dickhead. Okay. Jeez. You can go ahead and start with your recommendation okay. while I'm proving you're wrong. It's not Robbie's World or... So. No. Okay, I, I believe you. It's Slobby no, Robbie. No, you don't. Slobby Robbie. Nope, I'm looking. Wow. Slobby. Oh, shit. I am wrong. Oh, <laughs> what's it called, Chris? Slobby's world. Slobby's world. You you know what? You know what? Hey. You hey, guys you guys un- all heard that I was right. Unlike Chris unlike was wrong. all wives, I can admit when I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. It is. It's Slobby's world. God damn it. I hate when Johnny's wrong. Fucking right. feels so good. <laughs> what 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 was what felt say, better? What you- me getting my brown belt or me proving on air that Chris was wrong? Mm-hmm. It's a close one. <laughs> well yeah because your brown belt was a pity belt so oh, hey, I'm, I'm kidding i'll I'm take ki- it i'll take I'm it kidding <laughs> uh, every belt i've gotten is a pity belt <laughs> all right so you're right slobby's world thank you okay chris 
I've told you this a million times, but you know I'm a comic head, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that never gets old. And uh, and I uh, I like to dive deep into the weird and obscure comics. So, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I will. I am more of a mainstream comic reader. Um, and everything you recommend on the group text feed is like, like, what? Dude, what are you? Like, I mean, I don't really venture out, so I have my hats off to you for doing it. Well, buckle up, and let me just tell you that they put, like, you know how they, uh, they'll do, like, a six-episode a six run, and they'll put it all in one book? Yeah, a, a trade. Yes, for the non-comic heads, a trade. <laughs> So this is called, and that's what I got. And Coach Jeff, <laughs> Coach Jeff read it. He said he thought it was enjoyable too. It is shirtless bear fighter, and just like the title, uh, the synopsis is: after being betrayed by bears that raised him, the legendary shirtless bear fighter wanders the forest he's sworn to protect and fist fights bears while eating flapjacks. He loves flapjacks, and let me just tell you, shirtless bear fighter. On the cover, he does have some uh, pants on, but for for the most part, dude, he was raised by bears. So usually, he is naked fighting the bears, and and like his his wiener goes down to his knee, and it's all pixelated. <laughs> like so, he'll be like he'll be like suplexing a bear, and it's this huge pixelated penis on him. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. And he has to go, and he goes to different states and fights all the bears, but. The funniest part is there's, you know, he's fighting all these bears in different states, but when he gets to Chicago, he's fighting the Chicago Bears football team. And then when he goes to San Francisco to fight the bears, he's fighting a bunch of old hairy men. <laughs> the oh, bears. Yeah. bears. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that joke is hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So look for it. You can find it on Amazon too. If you, I recommend going to Comics TNT. Comics Tunes and Toys. Comics, Tunes, and Toys to get it. And Tustin, California, the best comic shop I've ever been to. But if you are not close to there, if you're listening to this in another state, except you for probably s- need to move. You can you can find it on Amazon. You know what's funny? So on our um, the metrics on our show, yeah, like where people listen. Oh yeah, yeah. Outside of California, um, Texas. Texas. Yeah, most of our listeners are in Texas, so. And we just talked all that shit on the Houston Rockets. Fuck the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if you're a Houston Rockets fan, just find another podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, just in case uh, Chris's parents are still listening to the playback of the show, this is the time where I'm going to ask them to turn it off. You know what, though? But, you know, I knew you were going to do this, but as people know, I don't really censor myself, including in front of my parents, so... I've kind of desensitized them. So if you guys want to keep listening, go ahead. Okay, Chris. Um, the the song I'm going to take take everyone out with is uh, this Friday, uh, the Kings of the Sunset Strip, heavy metal band Steel Panther, released an album. <laughs> Steel Panther called Heavy Metal Rules. They're kind of like a joke band. Like they have like they. they they portray themselves as the kings of the Sunset Strip. Their their bass player has a little mirror that he looks at himself and is doing his hair the whole time instead of playing bass. Dude, that's like, hilarious. No, they're hilarious. That's funny. And this song that I'm going to take everyone out with is a love song to uh, the lead singer singing to one of his groupies. And it's called Always Gonna Be a Ho. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Chris, you're going to love this working out. It's a love ballad. All right. This is usually when I turn off the podcast. And at this point, I'm usually on the stepper. Yeah. So still Feeling the burn on the stepper. Still Panther. Name of the album's Heavy Metal Rules. And I'm, we're going to take you out right now with Always Gonna Be a Ho. Thank you. I fell in love with someone sweet and pure, but you became.
Doesn't matter if you're cold Doesn't matter if you got Your vagina plated in gold Doesn't matter if you live So long you're covered in mold You're always gonna be a hoe It's a truth so I am told Doesn't matter what you do 